Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Welcome, Pathfinders, uh, to episode number nine. I think we're at nine now. Yeah, episode, episode nine. number nine of so the Find the Path podcast. we will lose count and we'll say this is No, we don't. Like I write it down. Okay. You and your math. We're uh, organized. We're organized. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, yeah, so welcome back to episode nine as we continue our uh, our playthrough of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. I'm your host, Rick Sandage, back again to uh, bring you all the, the excitement and fun and everything else here with the finest set of players this side of Seattle, which I guess would be the south side of Seattle. We're in the south. We're the, the east, southeast of Seattle. <laughs> the finest players in the southern United States. There you go. No, I'm sure there's a lot of other great guys out finest there. Finest players in the whole world. Whole world. Jess is shooting for the stars. Yeah. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> this isn't Starfinder. So yeah, when last we left off with our heroes, they had done a little bit of shopping, a little bit of selling of stuff, had met up with some interesting characters around town, uh, including what appeared to have been a crazy uh, priest of Phrasma that talked to himself. Mm. Commander of the Voices of the Spire, uh, Nakhet Shepis. Heard a couple more rumors still pertaining towards people disappearing and deaths and everything else in the, uh, the dead city. Oh, that's right. People are attacking each other. Which, I mean, people suck. Brasma will judge them harshly. And had received your second assignment, which is the House of Pantheru. Yep. In, the, in the rich area, right? No yes. Area. With, the, with the... The Vizier's gates. Hill. The <laughs> possibility of good stuff is moderately high. Yes, because no one's been able to break into there because it's real hard. Well, it's yep. infested, right? It's also haunted. Up yeah. The yeah, yeah, it's also it's haunted. haunted. Ooh! Undead. <laughs> Rangers been holding enemy. out I got a favorite enemy and I just want to use it you did manage to uh, successfully kill one undead thing and save a cat so I didn't need that cat what did you name your cat oh yeah my cat does have a name it's Isra Isra that's right Isra Miller yeah. it's with an I <laughs> Isra of Isra Miller do the voice of Isra Lee. that'd be cool you can now, join now us anytime Mr. Miller with, uh, <laughs> right or, when you can't speak with animals speak I'm gonna with just dead. imagine it's uh, Ezra Miller's George's like this cat's already doomed just, <laughs> just get straight to speak with dead uh, <laughs> I give him five episodes he's an uh, undead cat <laughs> death's on our brain today apparently death well, and it's probably a good thing considering you're walking into the city of the dead. So all of you had a chance to rest up that evening, regain some of your hit points. I believe you had utterly exhausted yourself before finally leaving the uh, tomb of Akintepi, mm -hmm. recuperating before gathering together once again this morning as uh, all of you would set off again into the city of the dead. Cue up some music here. Not really music, just some sound effects. There we go. A little desert tumbleweeds. A little desert, a little wind blowing through. A distant cough of somebody giving up their last breath. And uh, it's, it's it's sandy. I'm sure somebody had some dust. It is true. Sorry. They're, they, in fact, do use the suffocation <laughs> rolls during sandstorms. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's not get in one of those. That's yeah, good to know for the future. Let's yeah. avoid that like the plague. Yeah, I was reading over that the other day. For fun. Not that it's just, going to be relevant just, or anything. Yeah, it's not relevant whatsoever. Just like that and uh, disease and madness. All right. Well, Sagira's going to eat a pancake because apparently the lady at the temple makes amazing pancakes. So do you will enjoy a light breakfast of... I don't know, whatever grows around here that's fruity. You're know. a cat. Aren't you a carnivore? You would think the cat of, folk would be strictly side, carnivorous. With a side of bacon, obviously. What kind of fruit grows in the desert? All I can think of are like... Pops. Saguaro. <laughs> it's actually a liquid breakfast. <laughs> Just drink. There's lots of beer. There should be lots of beer. I mean, beer. it's probably actually pretty hearty beer. That's calorie. Olives, olives are technically a fruit. But do they grow here? Yeah. I mean, they usually like temperate. Weather. So I've got some. Uh, I mean, some along like because keep in mind that you guys are still in the the fertile belt along the edge of the uh, the river here. So it'd be like being alongside the Nile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
the flood still comes in and then brings in fresh soil and everything else for you here. The desert's just constantly creeping in and blowing through. Listeners, comment below with fruit that comes from Egypt. Yeah, fruit from Egypt. <laughs> yes, please. We would like to be educated. Uh, dates. Wait, isn't it dates that also grow there? Oh, bad dates. Nobody? Really? Nobody got that reference? I don't think so. No. no. It's from Indiana Jones. Oh. When the monkey dies yeah. and he catches it and it's like, bad dates. I didn't know that he said bad dates, but I did know a monkey died. <laughs> Apparently I'm the only true Indiana fan up at this table. It's been a long time dates. since I've watched it. My favorite one's the second movies. one, and there's no bad dates in the second one. The second one is weird monkey soup. Like, that's the second okay, one. Okay, the last crusade is the best one. Well, that everybody knows that. Yeah. So, regardless. <laughs> we go to rob a tomb. Speaking of yeah, I guess. Again. Is everybody here? Name the dog, like, Indiana. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I think we're meeting outside the gates All of you are meeting Necropolis. outside of the gates, making your way to the Necropolis. Um, uh, so, yeah, Sagira would be the last to uh, arrive, I suppose, just rolling up a pancake into something approximating a burrito and making yeah. your way. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Okay. But all of you would gather there, Sudi, Citra, and Onuris making their way from the Tooth and Hookah, which is just around the corner, walking out and then making your way over. Morning. Eventually, though, uh, yeah, Sagira would arrive. Are the gates to the Necropolis open yet? It's just before dawn, so they're about to open. Is that a pancake? Did not think to bring enough for the rest of us. There weren't any extras today. You have to go to the temple if you want the pancakes. Well, not always, but today she didn't make as many pancakes. Or do you eat them all? I've seen how you eat. Well, I had to feed the cat, but cats don't eat pancakes. I had to go buy meat from the market. It's a whole ordeal. (laughs) (laughs) So there are like 800 cats that live at this temple? No, my giant cat that we rescued last night. Oh, that other cat. (laughs) The one that we literally <laughs> just talked about its name. I just heard there's other cats at the Temple of the Staff. And she's having a good time. Well, yeah, but house cats are easy to feed. Giant cats, not so much. Mm-hmm. They eat a lot of meat. Well, is everyone ready to go explore the City of the Dead once more? Sure. Mm. As ready as one can be, I suppose. Oh, don't be so gloomy. That's left for libraries. Mm. What? <laughs> what? Nothing. We studied together. Just studied? Yes. Yes, just studied. And we worked at the library in... What is the name of that city? My brain just went like Tefu. There you go. (laughs) I was studying curses. Cursive? Curses. I was wondering if they still stock caught curses at school. That was weird. I can't can't understand your thick Osirian accent. They don't don't teach cursive. They just teach curses. Curses. That's a good thing to know. I'm glad you know that because we're going to a really dangerous area today. Yes, I've spent my fair share in tombs. You might as well walk and talk at the same time. The, the <laughs> gates aren't open. Sudi's actually, I, he never said the gates he just is left behind. <laughs> we're all walking and we're like, The Dude. way is shut. It was built by those who are dead and the dead keep it. It's closed, boy. <laughs> hey, um, I see you have your rope back. Well, yeah. That's good. Okay, well, we'll, I guess we walk to the... um... It's not open yet. It's not open. Walk to the guards and tell them why isn't it open yet. It's clearly time. Why would we have assembled like 10 minutes before we We assembled because Because we wanted to be here first. Yeah, I imagine you guys would all get there. I don't... I assume that you're setting off like into there at dawn, which means that you probably get here a little bit before that. Do we see the halfling with the dogs? Glancing around, you would notice that there are a number of adventuring groups scattered about the dog soldiers are here. You don't see the sand scorpions, which you met with some of their members the night before when you were looking for some information pertaining towards who this cat may have belonged to before. They, they were the witches. Oh, and yeah, the, the creepy, witches. The That's creepy fair. lady whose name was, like, huh. Black 
And the, the guy uh, hands or right? something. The scorched hand is still here. The uh, crit finders uh, with Falto are off to the side, uh, discuss or carrying on a conversation. Sigrun Firehair, you can see her as well as her all female band. She's cool. Gathering together and the, prepping. All female give, band sitting there playing their. Uh, I'll give a nod to the groups that we're mm-hmm. like friendly with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If everyone wants to make a sense motive, you may. I will do it. Oh um, my god, everything hurts. I get a 17. Not yet. You haven't been stabbed. <laughs> uh, I get a 19. I, too, get a 17. Uh, I only get a 14. On yours, I imagine you're probably just kind of ignoring all of this, taking a couple of seconds, maybe trying to find a uh, an alleyway that gives you an unobstructed view off towards the east, since the sunrise is still pretty mm-hmm. sacred to you. The other three of you glancing around, you would notice there are the assorted other adventuring groups still here. The solemn air that has kind of steadily creeped in over time, since this has proved to be far more dangerous than many people initially anticipated, kind of continued today, you would notice that there seem to be fewer groups than there were previously. Mm. Whether or not that they've quit or died or they're just taking a couple of days off to recuperate from their previous delves, you're not entirely positive. There are still the merchant souls set up here. They seem to be having a ball of a time. Well, of course they are. (laughs) Money. Uh, Still offering. There's that rope vendor from before that Sudi... Favorite shop. Yeah, your favorite (laughs) shop, the rope vendor. The Temple of Abadar has set up a stand offering healing potions and so on and so forth at reasonable rates. <laughs> they have a sale going on for uh, holy water. No one believes that. No There's... one believes it. They actually, they are selling holy water at price. I mean, still, that's better than usual. <laughs> Abadarans. I thought I bought a potion. I guess I didn't. Maybe I'm out of money. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> I think I still technically owe the group money. Um... Survey says... Or did that finally even back out? I believe out? that Sagira's, all of Sagira's money basically was going over to uh, Marin to pay off this sword. Yeah, that's where all my money went. I think and I, I might finally money. be out of debt for my shield after last time. I nope, you still owe 48 gold. Lovely. And three copper pieces. I have Sudi don't play around with money. Sudi apparently also follows Avatar. <laughs> and yours needs to start charging for his healing spells. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> that would You're be 48 welcome. gold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all of you would have a chance to chat with one another before you'd hear the low grinding sound of the gates opening up and allowing all of you entrance beyond. Passing through the open gates, you would make your way in as the first rays of the sun are striking the top of the large obelisk for Asma's needle that would protrude up. What you're going to guess is what the gatekeepers are taking as the sign of this is sunrise mm. once the sun strikes the obelisk. All right, I'm going to draw my swords. Let's go. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody's got their weapons out as soon as we cross the threshold. Shove the rest of the pancake in my mouth. Uh, Sudi, I'll allow you to make a perception roll. Ooh, I'm perceiving fairly well, actually. Uh, that's going to be a 26. All of you would make your way in. Basically begin turning and making your way down the right path. I imagine kind of glancing back, giving a nod back to the dog soldiers and everything else. It's like, hey, good luck, buddy. Dogs in there, their tongues wagging, tails, you know. Also wagging. Also <laughs> wagging. There's a lot of wagging going on The halflings there. are also wagging. <laughs> Those are good dogs there. They're very happy dogs. Very happily charging off into death. Um, you distantly see the bright purple plumed hat of the leader of the Scorched Hand as she would make her way off deeper into the like her. Uh, area. But, but Sudi, you would notice it. a single man. He seems to be part of a small group. You've noticed them a couple of times before. They haven't frequented the Tooth and Hookah, but you think you saw them yesterday when they were coming in. And you're going to guess that they also signed in to be members of this exploration. When he turns, you would notice the distinctive scar down the right side of this Osirian human's face, which would run basically from his right temple down to his jawline. And remember him. Mm -hmm. You know that this man 
at the very least, he was known to you as Date Palm. Uh, a member of the Faded. Uh-oh. Judging by the the way that his compatriots carry themselves, you'd think maybe all four members of that group might be members of the Faded. While you had some experience with this man previously, he provided you with a large number of the uh, eh, the supplies that you ran in your youth. Mm. You doubt very seriously that Segura would have been directly involved as she didn't deal as much with that side of business. Regardless, he's not heading the way that you are. Although immediately coming back to your mind would be all the stories of people being attacked in the back alleyways mm-hmm. and streets here. Oh, this day is not going to start off very well. What? Why? There's a group of the Faded over there. What? The Faded? They're a local smuggling gang. What very prolific in the city. What does that have to do with us? They're possibly responsible for all of the disappearances and attacks that have been happening. They possibly might want me dead. Why would a smuggling gang want you, you dead? Cigarette flashes a smile. Because they're not super happy when you leave their smuggling gang. Especially when you do it by their own rules. You were a smuggler. It's a long story. Technically, I was a smuggler also. That's how I know him. So you're both part of the fated. Were. Were. I was caught and put in jail. Then I turned to Phrasma. Uh, yeah, and I bought myself out. And they don't like when you do that. How did you buy yourself out? I stole a bunch of shit from in here. Stuff from in here. And I sold it. And I saved it. And I bought my way out. I took the slightly more legal way of getting caught. I don't think either of those ways are legal. But I didn't get caught. I didn't desecrate any tombs to do it. Yeah, no. you just ran directly into the guard. I didn't even try to get caught, to be fair. They just finally caught me. Got a little too confident. I'm leaving some stuff out of that story. So, is this something we need to be worrying about? Only if they try to attack us, which they might, because we're going to a part of the city where lots of gold is, and there are no guards. So, potentially, they could be a problem, but I think they're a problem we should deal with whenever it's necessary. Did they even see you? I don't think I so. Think I think the cats may be hard to miss. Uh, not specifically, although, as Onyris is saying there, you are very distinctive. Mm. You gotta put a scarf on, man. They probably saw me. I'm kind of hard to miss. <sighs> okay, well, lovely. Oh, well, if they attack, we attack. It's fine. I just hope that we have the ability to repel them. If they attack after we've already spent all of our power, we'll be in trouble. Especially if they're not actually going in anywhere, and they're actually just going to jump us as soon as we come out. Well, it looks like they're going the opposite direction, so I think we're fine right now. You should tell the voices of the spire this evening when we leave. I will. They need to be made aware that there are known smugglers and criminals that are part of the parties. Very concerning. That is a lucrative deal. It is, and it attracts the worst kind of people. Regardless... They're not heading our way, so hopefully they're not our problem, at least for now. Hmm. The voice can deal with them. If they even know who they are. I mean... The faded aren't unknown. There are people who get caught every now and then, but they're relatively good at what they do. Do they only work in this city? That's a question for the GM. I don't actually know that. Do the faded work anywhere outside of... Uh, as far as, as far down on the totem pole as the two of you were... Oh, I, I have profession black marketeer. <laughs> I feel like I would be aware... <laughs> Really? Okay. Uh, actually, I'll, I will let I will go ahead and let you make a roll for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know though because I get a six. Six. Or sorry, an eight. Yeah. As far as both of you are concerned, you're so far down in the hierarchy of things 
if there were other cells in other cities, you're not aware of where they mm-hmm. would even be located. You could assume that there probably were, or at the very least, they were coordinating with other gangs because they had to move the product somewhere. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, ah, probably. Wonderful. Our tomb's this way. Sagira walks off. Yours kind of glances over at Citra like, great, this is good. Citra looks as innocently as possible. <laughs> hey, you know you can't talk. I really can't. Oh, no. The only one who's not like a criminal. Lovely. I was going to say, I've, I've turned over to Phrasma and like turned over a new leaf and all that, so I'm cool. <sighs> okay. Yes, you would make your way into the city. I'm going to assume Sagira taking point. Yep. As you wind your way through the abandoned streets here. The presence of the voice of the spire is even more notable as you make your way following along the uh, southern portion of the City of the Dead. You're going to guess it's probably due to the fact that the dead are more strongly concentrated in this area. And as such, they are more concerned with keeping all of you alive as well as dealing with any undead situation that may arise if you drive them out of tombs. You would pass near a uh, large structure, what looks to have been a maybe combination library and monastery, with a massive statue in the front of a, uh, a large ancient deity. Do mm-hmm. I know who it is? Any of those of you wish may make me a knowledge religion. I have one rank in that. I do too. I get a 17. I get a 20. I also get a 20. With the 20, 20, and even the 17, hey. uh, you would be able to recognize this as a depiction of Toth. Ah. The ancient Osirian god of knowledge, literature, and the sciences. This building seems to have probably been left abandoned for some time. And judging by the amount of damage around it, you're going to guess that people have probably, or at the very least, looters have probably come through here before. And some of this damage may have been left over from the Plague of Madness. Um. Strangely, there are cairns erected around the outside of this area. Stacks of stones no higher than about three feet, with phrasma and holy symbols placed atop them, and small warning signs, which just seem to be wooden signs hung about them. What do they um, say? Approaching towards any of the signs, it simply states, Do not cross any further, for the babbling of the dead lays within. That sounds horrifying. Does it look like there's been like recent like footprints? Has a group had this as their site, or does this look mostly abandoned? You can make, or any of you may make a survival check if you so wish. I do not have that. It can be rolled and trained. Uh, I got a fourteen. I got an eight. Oh hey, yeah. okay, yeah, I got a twenty-three. This would also untrained. be tracking as far as the ranger is concerned. Oh, if you I have. get a fifteen. Fifteen. I, I get twenty-three. Half my level. Fourteen. Uh, checking around, it doesn't look like anyone's probably had this site recently. As the wind would push past, you would distantly hear murmurs coming out of the building. Can I understand it? It seems to be an ancient language, probably Osirian, but it's disjointed. Like, you pick up the occasional syllables, but it sounds like to take this or the sign at its word, babbling. I'm going to pat you on the shoulder. That's babbling, and that seems bad. They have a lot of warning signs and a lot of holy symbols. We should keep moving. Does it look like this place used to be a library? Yes, it looks like it's probably both a library as well as a temple. I know you love books. It's not our site. Yeah, rules. Says Sakura for the first time in my life. And yours would keep looking at the building contemplatively. But if you want to break in later, I'm totally down. We're not going to break into the dead sector after dark. We're also not going into anywhere where we're not allowed to go into. Any of those of you who have knowledge local may make a roll. Wow, okay. Um, I get a 24. 19. 
with a 19, you're not entirely positive. With a 24, you're going to guess, and mind you, you haven't ever gone, I mean, this is like center of this area. It is not safe here. Mm -hmm. uh, this is probably the archi archives of the Ibis. Yeah, you don't want to come here. Uh, this is, uh, people climb to the top of this building and then fling themselves off of it and die. Uh, There's definitely a library in there. It's really fancy. Um, but yeah, that's, that's bad. Uh, mm. Like what was in it? Yes. Like, ah. From what you understand, Can't it was archives, so it was probably a collection of most of the knowledge of the city from back in. Oh, um, all of the knowledge of the city from back in the day. The Archives of Ibis. But you climb to the top and fling yourself off of it. <laughs> Let's not forget that point. Is it cursed? I mean, there's babbling. There's like a million warning signs. There's a lot of holy symbols of Phrasma. They're still babbling, even though there's a lot of holy symbols of Phrasma. And people fling themselves from the top. It seems kind of cursed. I'm going to cast You're the expert. Uh, detect magic. Casting detect magic and glancing over towards the structure, you're barely within range. Mm -hmm. The uh, markers seem to be about 50 feet away from the main structure, so it's kind of just at the edge. You don't sense any magic here. Didn't you study You're cursing? not entirely positive if you're able to detect evil whether or not you'd sense that, but you don't sense any magic. I'm looking for documentation from the ancient times. About what? About one of the old pharaoh's families. Did Which they pharaoh? They founded the city. Oh, that's cool. It'd probably be in there, but it's probably death going in there. But at the same time, it's like, what are the consequences if we go into a site that is not ours? Oh, yeah, that there's also If they rules. would assign a place like this as a site, if it's known to be that dangerous. Is there a way to ask? We could certainly we? ask. Let's put a pin in it and <laughs> come back later. I agree. It's not our site. So regardless... Also, I don't want to fling there. myself in the roof. <laughs> My will save is not real great, guys. Onuris <laughs> would curse under his breath an ancient Osiriani. Oh, look at you and your fancy your languages. <laughs> your fancy curses. Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably be set, actually. No one liked him. Anyway. He was crocodile wavy line, wavy line. <laughs> <sighs> Fine. We carry on. You would be able to skirt around the outside of this and make your way further. You have passed by an area which seems to again, have a larger concentration of the uh, voices of the spire. In this case, they seem to be marking off the very center of the necropolis. Marking it off? As in, they've set, off, set up warding areas to keep anyone from going into oh. the very center um, of the necropolis. Are they, do I happen to recognize any of the people that are doing this from when I was working with them? Uh, I will allow you and Sudi both to make a perception roll. Sudi, I'll give you a plus two since you actively... Yeah. Uh, okay. I get a 24. I get a 27. 24 and 27. Both of you would notice a young man. Uh, you would know him as the name of Haru, uh, who belongs to the Voices of the Spire. He would wear their iconic garb and gear, uh, as well as have a large holy symbol hanging about his neck and carrying a kopesh that seems to be silver. Cool. I'm going to actually head over towards him. I will, I will come with you. He would glance in your direction as you begin to approach, making quick mention to his compatriots so that they can kind of keep a closer eye as he's stepping away from the barricade. Good morning. Good morning, Onuris Sudi. What's going on? Um, he would glance back. The boy in question, you would say, is probably in his late teens, maybe early 20s. He never got an exact age. Regardless, he seems to still be in the process of trying to grow a beard, which is going rather poorly for him. He would glance back in that direction before 
down that way is the arid street. It's, uh, it's not safe for any exploration, and there are no tombs there available for anyone. So mm. Has something happened? A number of guests and ghouls have made their way out into the surrounding streets. We've seen sign of them, heard reports of attacks. Mm. Oh, one we killed a ghoul. One of them attacked us. We dealt with it. Even our forces have been able to, uh, are failed to eliminate the threat from this city. And they are mostly focused here in the arid streets and in the undercellars mm. in this area. We thought while there are people here exploring, it would be best to keep this area off limits from casual passerbys. The ghouls and guests here have devolved into uh, rival packs that fight with one another for territory, as well as capturing individuals for the purpose of turning them to add to their numbers and their continued war with one another. Which explains how there's so many of them. Yes. So are the voices just going to guard this area? Outside of this, it's going to be your own responsibility, but for us, we're going to just make sure that no one simply stumbles into this nest of vipers. Well, you should also be aware that one of the groups we saw coming in today were members of the Faded, the smuggling group. They're possibly attacking people if reports are to be believed. Hmm. I have no evidence of this, obviously, but... It seems like something they would probably do. Exactly. We could maybe inform the city guard, but if they don't have any evidence on them either, they could not arrest them. And whilst they are here, we don't have the numbers to both ward off these ghouls as well as deal with them. Mm. If you see any of the other groups that are in trouble or in danger, I... Well, I hope that you will let your conscience be your guide. Mm. Yes. Well, in the meantime, I have a street to watch, and I imagine that you have your own explorations to continue. Yes. Good luck. Yes. May you walk in Phrasma's grace. And you as well. If you pass, I will pay for you. He would incline his head before turning and making his way back over to his post. Friend of yours? Karu's from the temple. Mm-hmm. He's one of the voice of the spire. Yeah, that. <laughs> I couldn't tell from the giant cloak with the Fresman horse. <laughs> They're blocking off the arid streets. Apparently the ghouls and the ghasts are acting up. And they're having a private war with each other, kidnapping people and turning them into ghouls to serve them. Well, you have to pass the time somehow. We let them know about the faded, but they don't have the numbers here to ward off the undead and also defend against living threats. Wow. So we're going to be on our own. Okay. Making your way east from, or sorry, continued east from there and then eventually turning south, you would begin to approach towards the old sector here. The hill would rise up as you would begin to make your way up the path and towards the walled-off inner ward inside of the walled-off city. (laughs) Approaching towards the gate, you would find uh, the walls here are old and worn, almost to the point that you can't see the seams between the stones any longer, as if the sandstone's just worn away, making it a single, almost unassailable surface. (laughs) At one point, you're going to guess that guards could have walked along these upper walls. And the inside, as you begin to approach, you can see further distant walls, smaller walls. The outside walls seem to be close to about 15 to 18 feet high. The inner walls are about only 10. More privacy walls for the inner grounds of the noble estates than as much of a defense, with no actual battlements to allow people to walk along. The streets here are choked with sand. And as you begin to ascend up the path, you would find that the sun is finally cresting fully over the hill here and painting across all all of you. While the nobles up here would have been basked in the beautiful sunlight of the rising sun, 
Even from here, you can see the streets below are painted in the shadow of here, forcing the peasants below to live in the shadow of these nobles, both figuratively and literally. Well, nobles don't change. They never will. Is there a way through the gate? The gate stands wide open. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I guess let's go on in. We had a rough map of this area, didn't we? Your map actually looks very close to the uh, the map that you have laid out on the table here. Okay. Uh, but I suppose follow the map towards the um, house that we have been assigned. Yes. Mm-hmm. So making your way in from the northern section, there you would basically make your way south into the center portion, uh, which seems to be a large colonnade or promenade here that is a... Uh, built around a number of structures that you're going to guess are probably a defensive place for maybe an inner garrison. There looks to be two buildings located in the center. You would then begin to make your way further to the west, turning and making your way along. You would actually have to head following pretty much the street all the way to the end of which you would enter into an area that looks to be another walled off segment. Have we seen any sign of anyone else in this section? Since you've gotten to the section of the city, no. Hmm. Okay. That's a good sign or a terrible sign. I don't know which one. Bit of both. Maybe. All of you may make a perception roll, because I imagine you're keeping ears and eyes out. I imagine all of you have already drawn your weapons. I oh, had them the moment we stepped in the city. Uh, so I have a 24. Uh, I get a 9. 8. 7. Very well. We're prepared. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> all of you basically kind of keep your eyes ahead. Make your way further and further along. You have up until this point managed to develop your own well, skills and everything during your previous exploration, and so you know the basics. Doors and corners. Always watch the doors and corners as you make your way further along. Sudi, your ears would pivot periodically, darting back and forth as you would hear the occasional movement. Most times this is something simple. Rats, of which there seem to be a decent number of them, which would scurry here and there. The occasional viper and snakes that you would hear slithering, although not actually see as most of them simply have kind of crawled out from their shadowy dens in the night, and now that the sun has risen, are finding rocks to sunbathe themselves on, and occasionally you would hear sounds of movement coming from inside of the buildings that you pass. And as you glance over, you would sometimes see shadowy shapes, as if a figure was standing at an empty window in one of the noble estates watching the road, but as you would turn, would just silently turn and walk out of the shadow cast in the window. Regardless, they don't seem to be moving towards you. And you can imagine that that's only someone else's problem, as those aren't the estates that you're heading towards. Mm. Well, this place is sufficiently haunted. Mm. (laughs) Sufficiently haunted. It is not too little or too much. It is the perfect amount of haunted. (laughs) There seems to be a lot of restless spirits or possibly other types of undead around here. I've seen glimpses of them. Mm. I'm not very comfortable with them. Following the road along, though, you would begin to approach the house of Pentheru. Sandstone walls ten feet high enclose this estate as you approach, affording those who once lived inside some degree of privacy. A two-story stone house is visible beyond the walls, although only the upper floor is as you begin to approach the structure. You're going to guess that this, in fact, adjoins the rear wall of the property, as if it's actually built into the back wall with that as support. In the center of the estate's southern wall, which is the one that you're approaching, stands a pair of bronze gates, which hang partially open. A pair of statues flank the gates, and dusty hieroglyphs are carved into the wall at eye level to the left of the gate as you begin to approach. Is it ancient Osiriani? Uh, yes. What do they say? It simply reads the House of Pentheru. 
Well, we're in the right place. All right. The two statues both depict regal-looking uh, men dressed in loose, short robes in the traditional Assyrian style. Anyone that wishes may make me a uh, perception check. Uh, 21. Uh, 13. Also 13. Uh, with your 21, uh, you would be the first to notice, although both of your 13s from uh, Sudi and Citra would allow you to notice as well, that there's also small hieroglyphs on the statue's bases for both the statue on the left and right. Anyurus would make his way forward and glance at the hieroglyphs. These would read, uh, on the statue on the left, Pentheru the Elder, and in the statue on the right, Pentheru the Younger. You can see the sculptor was skilled enough that you can actually see the family resemblance between them. Although, again, whether or not these statues were carved at their death or when they were alive, you have no idea. But one of them does depict an older man and one of them depicts a younger man. Although the statues are done in the same size. Anyone that also wishes may make me a knowledge engineering. Nope. Oh, wait, actually I bring some of that. Hey. Uh, it's going to be a 16. These gates are still functional. In that they could feasibly close, they appear to have been battered down. Interestingly enough, judging by the level, it looks like they were battered down by hand. Probably taking a great deal of time and force, and probably breaking many of the bones of the individuals beating their fists until this gate finally caved. Oh, yeah, because the madness and the poor people came in and, like, uh, basically did down with the poor and, like, murdered everyone. Or down with the rich, not with the poor good security for us if we close the doors now so we would know if anybody came in after us. But they're battered, aren't they? If you had a chain and a padlock, you could feasibly lock it again. You could also even tie it up with some rope, but that'd be easy for someone to cut through. Let me look. Is the gate squeaky, though? Like, would it make noise? Some, yes. I do not have a lock or chain. I have rope, and that's it. I only have opening devices. (laughs) I have nothing to close things with. Beyond the gate, Sudi, you could easily see that there is a courtyard just on the other side of this. That'd be a good time to have like an alarm spell. That'd be cool. This actually would be a perfect time for an alarm spell. Anyway. Um, too bad. Well, I mean, we can tie it off, but I think the noise might be enough to alert us that someone's coming. That's what I mean. Shut it behind us so that we have at least an early warning system. If we shut it, though, we're going to let anything that can hear that's nearby know we're here. We're not exactly stealthing right now. Yeah, we're talking right now. Mm. I guess. <laughs> if the place is haunted, it might not be wise to close the doors. In case we need to beat the hasty exit. Exactly. That's a fair point. Fair enough. It's just an idea. All right, I guess we'll leave it open. Like Make our way to the front door. The Look. living seem to have been killing more than the dead right now. We will close it when we leave. Oh, that's actually a good idea. So keep an eye out for a lock or a chain. Or both, preferably. Preferably both. We would technically need both. All right, well, I guess I'm going forward. Yeah, into yeah, this courtyard. Yeah, enter the courtyard. All right, Sigura's taking point. Who's following? Me. Yep, looking for traps. And Citra is following behind. And then Onuris is Well, does Citra want to take point so that she can search for traps? Okay, well, then I guess I'm taking point. So Citra, then Sigura, then... We'll walk side by side. Onuris. Onuris. Sudi pulling up the rear. Up the rear yep. Citra, you, would, uh, you can more or less just turn yourself sideways and slide between the gates here. They're battered down and pushed open enough so that there's about a two and a half foot wide gap. So it's not even a squeeze or anything like that. You just have to slide between the two gates. Mm. You could feasibly push them open further, but you, again, don't know how loud that would be or how much force it would take as they are rather badly bent. Mm. Slipping inside, you would find yourself in a dust and sand-covered courtyard. Opposite of where you've come in are a small set of stairs. This leads up to a pair of ornate double doors. 
set in the south wall of the house, so effectively directly across it from you. Glancing up, you can see that there are windows that overlook this lower level, but you don't see any windows down on the bottom floor, or at the very least, none of them large enough for you to be able to actually squeeze in through. The courtyard continues off to both your right and left. In both directions, you see a pair of columns. Each of these seem like they were probably once brightly painted. They have now been bleached from the sun and worn down from age and time to the point that whatever symbols were once inscribed upon them are almost unrecognizable. These support stone archways, which lead into other sections of the property. You're going to guess that the courtyard probably extends both to your left and right around the outside of the structure. So effectively, the building is set in the center. It's built against the back wall. And then there's a U shape around the outside of what you just came in at the bottom of the U. There are gates to both the uh, right and left-hand side, tarnished bronze gates, much like the one that you just passed through. Are they in good condition, or have they also been battered down? Both of these are badly battered and pressed open. Well, it's going to be hard to tell if anything's been here recently. All of these gates have been broken down. Are there any other footsteps? You may make a uh, survival check to look for any tracks. I aid you. Oh, that's cool. I got a 21. Human tracks, no. You do see tracks of some form of snake, mm. uh, probably of decent size, that seems to have gone somewhere to the east. You'd have enough time to basically notice the small winding tracks here are still left in the sand. You're going to guess that it came out of a hidey hole somewhere and has found a place to, place to sunbathe around here. Mm. All of you may make me a perception roll, though. Dun, dun, dun. God. 20. For Sagira. 14 for Sudi. 20 as well. 7 for Citra. So, Onuris and Sagira, a cold chill would pass over the two of you. You would hear the distant sounds of an angry mob. Uh-oh. Shouts coming from somewhere in the direction of the gates. And as you would turn, for a second, the two of you think you can see the gates shaking slightly. Not as if someone's trying to open it, but more as if someone's slamming into it over and over and over again. I will need initiative from the party. Um. So you're like, cleric. <laughs> um... Am I acting in the surprise attack round? Is there a surprise attack round? That's a haunt. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's probably a haunt. Seems like a haunt. Uh, both the two of you will be able to react in the first round. Okay, because I get plus two to my initiative if I'm acting in a surprise attack round from one of my domain powers. It is not a surprise attack round. Okay. My initiative real bad, guys. <laughs> Mine's pretty okay, but there is nothing I can do. Me too. Sagira? I get a 14. 14 from Sagira. Sudi. 10. 10 from Sudi. Citra. 17. 17 from Citra. Onuris. 5. 5 from Onuris. 13. I roll a 4. What do you want from me? <laughs> so the banging would continue as we go to uh, Sagira. You may uh, take your turn. Um. You may make a knowledge religion if you so wish. Okay. I will get a 14. 14, you think that this is some sort of ghost or manifestation. Uh, if you had holy water, you could feasibly do something, but... I don't have that. Um, Sagira's gonna basically take a five-foot step out of the way and pat Onuris on the shoulder. You got this, buddy! <laughs> Good luck, friend. Before Onuris can actually do anything to react to this, though, to all of you, the air would suddenly become cold. Not necessarily like a frigid air, but more like a shadow's crossed over the sun. For a moment, you see this place as it was. Brightly painted murals across the surrounding walls, as if it's somehow at night now. 
And beyond the gates, you can see the shadowy figures of throngs. Scores, maybe even hundreds of people pressing through the city streets and pounding on the gates. A woman's voice would cry out from somewhere in the windows above, overlooking this area below, shouting out an ancient Osiriani, although any of those of you who have uh, speak Osiriani may make a linguistics check. I don't have, I don't have a rank in that crap. No, oh, I don't either. No. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> I On understand. Yours, yes. <laughs> On yours, you would hear the shouts as the woman would cry out from above, hold the gates. Don't let them inside the compound. Hold the gates. You would hear men, probably soldiers, shouting in response, as well as the distant cries of children coming from somewhere inside of the structure. That would be followed by the horrid, wrenching sound of metal, as if the gate finally gives way and then cracks as people pour in. Before Onuris can react to that, I will need a will save from the party. Is it fear? It is fear. That's good. I got a 13 for Sagira. So you has got an 18? Citra has a 12. Oh, buddy. I, uh, I get a 24. A 24? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. All of you would feel this petrifying fear as if suddenly realizing that you're here, the only people, the only guardians and defenders in this tiny courtyard with a press of crazed, diseased people pushing through the gate over you. Everyone has the shaking condition on yours. Um, no, oh, I'm going to channel. You proudly present your face. Well, I'm assuming my holy symbol just glows. Yes. I just look, it's just like, okay, whatever. You give the gate the side eye yeah. and channel. <laughs> my son's blessing domain ability, I don't know if this will help. Uh, when I add an, add my cleric level to the damage when da- when damaging undead. This does count as a dead. Okay, and they don't get to add their channel resistance to their saving throw if they have one. Very well. Alrighty. Hey, that's a good roll. So, uh, I actually do eight points of damage. Eight points. Mm-hmm. You would basically turn, staring at it as your uh, holy symbol in your face would blaze to light. All of you feel a warmth wash over you as the sky would clear. The walls would seem to bleed their color back out to their dull sandstone color. And after just a second, the distant sounds would fade. I knew you had it. My <laughs> ears would just kind of look at you like, okay. <laughs> After a couple seconds to just kind of shake off the effects, the shaking condition kind of wears away as you take a quick breather and glance towards the more ominous now seeming front doors leading into the structure. Children died here. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people died. Do we know what caused the maddening? It was like a disease. It was a plague. Anyone that wishes to make me an old history may. I ain't got none of that. Oh, I do have some of that. I'm not from this city. Sagira so. didn't have formal education past the age of whatever. I have a 19. Uh, on yours gets a 20. With a 19, you're not entirely positive. You know that the uh, the Plague of Madness swept through in pretty much the year 2500, so over 2,000 years ago. With a 20, the most commonly believed cause of it was a cult of Lamashtu mm. that was located amongst the city and created the disease and then spread it to further the uh, goals and ends of that evil deity. Cool. They say it was a cult of Lamashtu. Cool. Not Lamashtu being the goddess of monsters. How big is this courtyard that we're in? Does it wrap around the building or is it just... The courtyard from here to the opposite side is about 20 feet wide and you'd say about 60 feet in overall length and runs across most of the front of the structure. Again, there are wide pillars that support two gates off towards both your right and left. 
The rest of the courtyard runs around the entirety of the outside of this uh, we structure. We should search the entire courtyard before we go inside. Okay. Or maybe something around the back of the building. There's definitely a snake to the east. Do we get experience for the haunt, by the way? Yes, you do garner experience for defeating a challenge rating of two, netting the party 150 XP. We just leveled up not too long ago, didn't we? Correct. I think you're going to have to teach me ancient Osiriani finally. I'm getting tired of not understanding things. I told you you needed to learn it back at the library. Well, I tried when I started and it was complicated. You're going to teach everyone if we make it through this day. (laughs) Apparently it's a lot more complicated than just saying there's a lot of these and thous and the spelling's a little off. Like ancient uh, English. Have you read old English? It's crazy. Apparently, uh, hieroglyphics have a lot to do with the way they're placed and things like that. And it changes the meaning of certain symbols and everything. Cool. So it'll be fun times. So if you're not (laughs) heading into the structure, there's the eastern direction, which is where you see the uh, tracks for the serpent going. And then there's the western direction, which you see nothing. Let's go west. I also agree with going west. The snake's just trying to get warm. And we don't need any unnecessary combat if Mm -hmm. it's avoidable. Especially not for something like a snake. Well, can you tell if it was poisonous? It's just the garden snake, who cares? I can tell you it's a snake. (laughs) How large of a snake? Four or five feet. So that's what about average for hanging around in the desert? (laughs) I mean, it's a a big snake. It's not a man-sized snake. I mean, your concern would be less about it being, like, dangerous as in, like, biting you and strangling you to death versus it being venomous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll go around the west. I don't want to be down on constitution. <laughs> just yeah. recovered that. I just got that. Making your way through this gate, the western side of the estate forms an L-shaped yard. The bottom of this L runs in front of the structure, so pretty much the other half of the uh, front of the structure that you could not get to before. It then continues along, forming the entirety of the west side of this area, wedged between the outer 10-foot-high wall and the inner two-story building. The entirety of this yard is given over to sand, sun-dried earth, and the ancient husks of dead trees, which dot the ground here, seemingly having just absorbed the sand or maybe even the assorted other sediments here and just died off given time. Stone benches line the walls of the yard, and a large, what looks to be tiled pool, would be directly ahead of all of you as you make your way out here. From what you can tell even here, you can see that there's probably a great deal more sand in that now than there is any sign of any water around here. That's unfortunate. A swim would be really fun right about now. Not at a haunted mansion. You want to have haunts of the drowning? That's how you have haunts of the drowning. I think that'd be the, like a fairly nice way to have gone, honestly. You think, really? Drowning versus drowning? being ripped apart by people? I picked drowning. I picked not dying. Oh, well, sure. But if you had to pick. I still pick not dying. That's not an That's option. Not an option. Apparently, your options are drowning or being. Department or, or the mob. Cake or death. This is a would you rather situation. <laughs> you don't get to pick another one. Uh, probably drowning. Mm-hmm. A short flight of steps would lead between a pair of pillars set on the western face of the central structure leading up to you're going to guess another set of stone double doors although you can't actually see the doors from here but this is probably a side entrance into the main structure again at the far end of the yard stands a squat stone building with columns set at every corner any of those of you wish may make me knowledge religion or knowledge engineering (laughs) i get a four on my knowledge religion i get a 19 on my religion 
Um, I get a, a 17 on religion. Uh, with a 17 on religion, and this would probably be suspected to all of you, as all of you are natives to Assyrian, but Onuris knows this for certain, this is the family mausoleum. Oh. Um, that would lead. <laughs> of course, for the ancient Osiriani, and many of the modern Osiriani, death was not to be feared. It was a place where you went to live, so this would have been made up rather nicely, much like the former tomb that you've seen. Although this is kind of a surprise for you that there's also a mausoleum here. Mm -hmm. Judging by the fact that the doors still stand closed. I want to go take a better look at it. I'm going to go with you. I will also accompany you. I will allow the party to make a perception roll. Do you notice the mummy about to come our faces? <laughs> uh, I get a 14. I get a 13. I can't, I can't do math. Um, it's going to be a bad day. 23. Yes. Or not. <laughs> On your issue, begin stepping fully into the courtyard and beginning to make your way there. Before you step fully forward, though, you would see something that doesn't seem right in the pool that you'll have to pass to approach it. Oh, boy. Glancing down into the side, you can see something almost of a burnt brownish red. Gonna... Before realizing that it's the carapace of some sort of exceptionally large insect that's crawled up down in the base of the pool. I'm going to motion for everyone to stop. Hands up. Uh, I guess I will stop. Sagira, <laughs> what's that? I'm going to look at it. <laughs> what is that? Sagira, you may make a uh, knowledge nature. Uh, I get a 16. With a 16? Yeah, glancing down in there, this is a giant whip-tailed centipede. Centipedes are the poisonous ones, right? Yes. It's a giant whip-tailed centipede. They're at, the poisonous ones. At the moment, he doesn't immediately appear to be threatening. I can't wild Oh, it's still alive. Bug, I thought right? it was just like nope. its care. Okay. I don't. I thought you meant like it shed its little carapace no, no, it and did. wandered. It's, it's alive. Can I wild empathy a bug? No. No, you no. cannot. You feasibly could just stealth past, or if you walk back and you maybe cut through the central building, you could get around without having to go past this pool. But as it stands right now, if you, you'll either need to make a stealth check to stealth by the pool, or you know, feasibly you could surprise attack round and get an attack off on it. At the moment, it's just kind of sitting down there. How does she? Do you know how dangerous these are? They're quite dangerous. So how good are we at stealthing? Very. Not great. No. <laughs> That's a very dangerous bug. That is poisonous. We could stealth, except you can't stealth. We could go through the house, or we can just kill a bug. What are the chances that we get stung or bit by the bug? Considering our track record, very high. <laughs> it's in the far corner of the pool from where all of you are right now. I mean, uh, this for Sagira and on yours, you've just kind of gotten to the point where you can vaguely make out its shape. You don't have a clear shot on it here, so you'd need to stealth up if you're going to make a shot on it before it started, just to reach the edge of the pool. The pool itself is about 25 feet long. And about 15 feet wide. So why are we trying to get past the pool? Because the There's mausoleum's on the other side. You have side. to get past the pool to get to the mausoleum. Why do we want to go in the mausoleum? We want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to double check that it hasn't been. Well, Onuris wants <laughs> to double check that it hasn't been busted into. Sagira wants to bust into it. <laughs> I get stuff. Why don't we save it for last? Go to the house first. We also could just go back to the the other side. With deal a with, snake. Deal with the snake rather than... I can maybe talk a snake down. I cannot talk a bug down. I say bug don't care. try the snakes. I prefer snakes over bugs. Me too. Let's do that. Might have to be snakes. 
works for They're me. walking toward the snake, actually. Snake's <laughs> so you kind of look down in there and you're like, no. We come back. We, we got you, Boo. We'll come back. I named you're, him Boo. You're already making friends with the centipede. You have to know your enemy. If only I was a give it to name. Yeah, only I was a vermin druid. Ah. So I guess we're gonna go, we're gonna go the other way. To backtrack to where this snake is, and we'll go, go the snake direction. Side. Keep an eye yeah, out. So for backtracking snake. through. By the way, uh, on yours, she feasibly could have made it. Actually, anyone in the party can make an alter religion. Okay, I have that. Oh, I got a nine. I got a twenty-two. Nineteen. Nine twenty-two. I'm gonna be real bad if they worship my god and I didn't recognize it. With a 22, actually with a 19 also, uh, making your way back past, and I suppose this kind of occurring to you as you're watching that gate and just remembering back what you just experienced, more likely than not, you haven't really put the disquieted spirits here to rest. Mm -hmm. You think, judging by your experience, and I imagine the two, well, the Phrasman and the uh, Priest of Horus would just kind of confer on this, it's probably the unquieted spirits of the guards, not the people outside that were massacred here, that you kind of felt their fear and their panic in those last moments. Potentially speaking, you think if you actually repaired and secured the gate, potentially you could put the spirits at rest again. It's the idea that the gate's been battered down and their spirits can't rest because of that. You may also want to anoint it with some holy water. We don't have the right tools for that. We have literally none of these things. You would still feel the menace as you walk through here, so obviously this haunt is just going to build up its strength again. Is there a garden shed? Not that you found yet, but... Yeah. There's the other direction. Maybe there is. Because it might have tools in it. Yeah, that's actually possible. All right, well, we're going to go the direction the snake went, and I'm going to keep an eye out for the snake. Very well. Making your way this way, pressing through, you would enter into a large yard, a spacious yard which fills the compound to the east of the house. Along the eastern wall, so opposite of where you've come in, are several small stone outbuildings which have been built right up to the, or the compound's outer wall. You can see a well standing between two of these outbuildings, and opposite of that, a stone table uh, and benches that sit in the shadow of the house, although currently, because of the position of the sun, not in its shadow. Further along, two sets of steps, both flanked by columns, lead up to doors leading into the main house. Immediately off towards your left, the steps lead up to a small single door, unlike the double doors you've seen previously, although you can see a set of steps leading up to a double door there. Any of those of you who wish to make a knowledge local or knowledge geography or knowledge uh, engineering, may. Um, I get a 23 local. 17 engineer. I get a 26 local. With the 23 and the 26 local, you'd realize that this is probably a servant's yard. Mm. These smaller buildings would have been where the servants lived. Oh. Um, as well as that smaller door would have probably been a servant's entry into the house probably to fill any inside pools or take care of any latrines, anything like that on the inside. Further along on the northern side of this structure, you can see an open doorway leading into an extension of the house next to a small structure with a domed roof. Glancing over those as you make your way out, Sudi in particular would be able to tell that that probably leads to a, uh, probably a pantry and a granary. So out here would have been where all of that would have been stored so that the servants didn't have to go through the house proper. Mm-hmm. Everyone may also make a perception roll. I got an 18. Uh, 24. Nine. On yours gets an eight. 18, 24, nine, and eight. You roll well on every other thing, but the moment it's perception. Which is not good because you're the rogue. Hopefully it's just the snake and it's not a trap. Both Sagira and Sudi would notice a large black and red striped snake 
which lies coiled up on one of the benches of the table, just basking on the stone. Cool. Uh, Judging by the way that it shift, you're fairly certain that's aware of all of you. Although it's some good distance off right now. What kind of snake is it? You may make me a uh, knowledge nature. Yeah, I get a 21. You'd be able to recognize this as being an asp. Oh. These are the larger variety of southern Osirian asp, as the usual asp grows to... Uh, this is much larger viper. Cool. Great. Love it. You can tell from here that it is venomous. Um, is it near anything that we're going to want to investigate? Immediately, no. But with the position that it's sitting as well, as well as where the well is, there's only a gap of a, about 10 feet to get past it to the uh, structures on the north side of this building mm. or this area. So you will have to pass it eventually. Ah, well, okay. I'm going to... I'm going to burn that bridge when I come to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to very carefully and slowly approach the snake so that I can wild empathy it into so being cool. So I suppose you just kind of motion for the group to hang I'm going to go confer with my associate. <laughs> my associate, the snake. The snake, I don't know. On here, gives you the side eye this time. <laughs> It's, it's the not the holy symbol side. Uh, only only if eye. the side eye is going to heal me. <laughs> I'm not an the non-healing eye. Just in the, in the yes, future. the non-healing eye that is totally white, the sass so you eye. can't tell where he's looking. You're giving me the side eye with your sass eye. <laughs> sass eye. The holy eye and the sass eye. It's for sassing. All right, so you have to make your way within thirty feet. So All you right. just kind of step up, stand out in the open, kind of keep your hands in view. Do yeah. I know anything about? I don't probably have anything a snake likes, so I'm just yeah. gonna. You don't keep a mouse in your pocket. Yeah. Or one of Could have killed some of those rats. One of those little snake charmer flutes. <laughs> little snake charmer flutes. I'm not a snake ranger. Uh, so, yes, you can make your way forward and make a wild empathy check. Well, okie dokie, nat 20. Um, let me go ahead and do a 24 on that check. A 24 against the viper. Let me just check. Yeah, I think that succeeds. I hope so. That's a <laughs> nat 20. I can't roll any higher. So, let's see. That's So, you have bumped it. You just kind of you know make your way forward. It would eye you warily. You, know, you just kind of like, you know, hiss, and it's like, you know, it's like, hey, we're, we're cool, we're all cool here, we're fine, these guys are fine. The snake would kind of give you, you would imagine it as a kind of imperceptible nod of, okay, before he would just kind of slink his way, uh, sliding up on top of the table proper to give a little bit more berth between where you'd be walking past. Mechanically speaking, you've actually advanced the snake to friendly, so he's pretty cool with you. <laughs> the snake's like, yeah, this guy's all can, right. Can I give him a little, like, scritch, like some scritches? You can approach forward. You may make a perception roll. Okay. I'll allow the rest of the party to make a perception roll with a minus four. Um, I get a, a 22. I get a six. Uh, 16? No, wait. 15 plus... 17. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get a 12. Very well. What am I noticing? The other snake. But babies. No, they don't care about their young. I don't know. The other snake is behind us. Uh, the big snake. This was the baby snake. I'm scared now. Me too. As you begin to make your way forward. Crap. You would notice the guard quarters off towards your right. I don't know. The door would stand open, although you've been mostly focused on the snake up until this point. Stepping up and glancing to the side, you'd see that it's pretty much a one-room structure, although you can't see what furniture might be within. You imagine just bunks for whatever guards would have stayed here previously. After a second, though, you would see movement. 
a large two-headed canine would slink its way forward. The what? Staring at the creature, it looks to be a black-furred two-headed dog, itself as large as a horse, with midnight black eyes and tiny worms that would crawl on its mangy hide as it would begin to step its way forward, turning and staring towards you. (laughs) Get out of here, snake. Save yourself. Yeah, that's not an animal. I can't wild empathy that. Oh, uh, what the? What is this? Only Sagira has noticed it. You may make me a uh, knowledge arcana or knowledge religion. I have religion. I get a 17. With a 17, you can tell just looking at it. The worms are horribly disturbing, but it's breathing. It's a living creature. Ow. It's not any form of undead. Mm. It would eye you beginning to make its way forward. Can I wild empathy it? Hey, buddy. Sun's getting real low. <laughs> I see you have some worms there. That's nice. The circle uh, of life and all that. Boo, uh, do you want to use your action to try to wild empathy it? Yes. Boo, you may make a wild empathy check. That wasn't as good. Uh, I get a 13. With a 13, you just kind of like look at it and go, Hey, buddy, I'm cool with this snake. <laughs> We're all fine here. Just, uh, just kind of calm down. The dog is having none of this. Uh, all of you would have seen her turn and, say, and hey, be kind of going, hey, buddy, it's cool, before you would see this massive horse-sized two-headed dog lumber from inside of this building and lunge to the attack. And we will start things next time with an initiative check and a fight for your lives against a giant. Living. It's not... Servers has three heads, so yeah, I don't know. That's what I was like. It's not <laughs> servers. I'm gonna call him Etten Dog. Etten Dog. Etten Dog. All right. is gonna get eaten by Etten Dog. Nah, It'll be fun. We'll be okay. He's not undead though, so that's sad. Thank you for listening to the Find the Path podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and review us on iTunes. If you want to contact us, you can reach us by email at findthepathchannel at gmail.com, find us on our website at find-path.com, or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks again.